Okay, so today I just wanted to share with you some thoughts on uh, the life of uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Um, so it's something that I've been uh, thinking about for a, a while now. Um, in our church, we're, we're doing some studies on the, the, the book of Daniel. And so it's something that um, comes up quite a lot. And um, also, I think a lot of us have uh, had a lot of time on our um, minds to think about different things. And uh, one of the, the, the podcasts that I like listening to is um, a podcast by Rick Warren. Uh, he, you might know as the author of The, the Purpose Driven Life. Oh, sorry. Um, okay. Sorry, what was the name of the author, Michael? Uh, Rick Warren. Rick Warren, Volaheitnir Gerkov, Ganki Master. And the, the kind of opening sentence of his book, I don't know if you've ever read it, but um, Purpose Driven Life, it's all about, it's not about you. It's like our purpose in life is far greater than our own personal fulfillment, our own it talks about um, the purpose in life is really for God's pleasure. For God's family. To become more like Christ. And to serve God. So I wanted to just look at Nebuchadnezzar because he's a very interesting story in, in the Bible. I'm sure you're you're all um, familiar with it. So I'm I'm not going to go into that in, in too much detail. Uh, Hilda, would you help me? How do we say this in Armenian? Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. So Nebuchadnezzar was a great king who, who not only restored Babylon to its former glory, but also transformed it into a city of light. And he, and he was the most powerful man of his time. And we get to know him because the book of Daniel tells the story of a young Jewish captive called Daniel that was brought from Judah to Babylon. 
I'm sure you remember the story in Daniel 2 where um, the king had a dream and no one else could interpret it, um, but Daniel was able to interpret it. And of course, Nebuchadnezzar really liked this dream. Because it showed him being a great and, and powerful king. And it saved Daniel from, from death at that time. But I think then that's one of the key moments when I think uh, Nebuchadnezzar got a bit proud. Because then he decides to build this uh, gold image um, and everyone has to bow down and worship that gold image. And so, um, because Daniel wouldn't bow down, of course, he was sentenced to death. And then he was thrown into this fiery furnace with his other two friends, but he survives, and when they look in the furnace, they see a fourth man, which is uh, Jesus. And and then so Nebuchadnezzar acknowledged that um, the God of Daniel was, was a mighty God and, and should be worshipped. And then we move on to the, the next part of the story where, where Nebuchadnezzar has this dream about this tree. And this chapter 4 is really interesting because it's written from Nebuchadnezzar's perspective in the first place. And then once again he brings in, in Daniel to uh, interpret the, the, the dream. And the interpretation is not very favorable to Nebuchadnezzar. And so this very successful 
king who had this amazing empire with all its riches and all its wonderful um, uh, servants and everyone. Um, he, he basically becomes like an animal and starts uh, eating grass because he didn't listen to the warning that Daniel gave in his um, interpretation. So he went around eating grass and not very successful. So the point I'm trying to get across is that so Nebuchadnezzar was this very successful king, but then he became very unsuccessful because he didn't pay attention to, to God. But at the end of the day, he recognized uh, the, the God of Daniel's sovereignty, and in the, the end of the, um, chapter 4, we, we read him um, giving praise to, to God. So we see this pattern repeating in Nebuchadnezzar's life where he, he's successful and he gets a lot of possessions. He recognizes the God of Daniel as being the, the, the source of, of all that for a short time, but then he forgets, and then again he has this, this other dream. And so ultimately it's a, it's a happy ending in, in the sense that um, Nebuchadnezzar believes in God and accepts him. So I think this, this is some important lessons to learn about um, being successful. Because actually being successful can be one of the hardest things. So many people rise to the, the top of success um, and then they, they blow it all, they make a silly mistake. And sometimes like when you're suffering and you're in pain, you're a bit more receptive because you're looking to, to God 
to provide a solution, provide an answer. So I think it's good if we learn from other people's mistakes, we don't need to make the same mistakes ourselves. So we can learn the, from Nebuchadnezzar's mistakes and not make them ourselves. If we, if we humble ourselves and um, honor God, that's where we find success. So I, I like this analogy of, of the, the whale um, that I heard. Like, we got to learn from lace. When you get to the top and you're about to blow, that's when they harpoon you. So, like, God's kingdom and God's way of doing things are totally different to the way man does things. So you have to be aware of pride. Pride is the most dangerous thing. In English, at least, uh, both pride and sin, the middle letter is I. And so it's something we really have to hold ourselves accountable and beware of. There's this verse in Proverbs where it says, The Lord detests all the proud of the heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. And pride was one of the things that led to Satan's fall from heaven. It's been said that pride is the original and underlying issue of any sin, a willful choosing of self over God, independence over dependence. So, so it's like uh, in this cartoon that's illustrated here, you know, you've got this person coming up to the, the, the pearly gates and there's Peter just explaining to this person, look, we do things differently here. Uh, 
գրախտի դարպատներին և պետրոսը էս տեղին են բացատրում է, որ այստեղ մենք ամեն ինչ տարբեր ձևով են կանում։ So we haven't got to be convinced that we've got to where we are in life because of our own brilliance. It's only by God's grace and God's gifting in our, our lives that we can achieve anything. First point, beware of, of pride. And so I think the key things that, that, that God encourages to do is to um, serving the poor and, and the voiceless. So where, so whatever resources or abilities that we have, we need to use them to help others as much as we can. Like this week, these last few weeks, we've seen such uh, injustices in the police um, brutality um, to this um, black man in, in America, for example. And some of the inherent prejudices that are in our society and within each of us that maybe we're not even aware of. <clears throat> so we need to speak out for injustice. And it's not about waiting for some charismatic leader to stand up and uh, and give the message. It's about us as individual doing what we can with the communities around us. So it's kind of this, uh, these other verses in Proverbs, like it's a sin to despise one's neighbor, but blessed is the one who's kind to the needy. Um, so I'll read the second one out. Whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker, but whoever is kind to the needy honors God. Thanks, sorry, I know that's hard to translate. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so that's kind of basically the, the, the thing I wanted to talk about was about Nebuchadnezzar's life and how he continued 
to make mistakes and didn't acknowledge God, that we need to learn from that? That we need to be aware of pride. And that we need to work with the, the poor and the vulnerable and people that are suffering injustices. And then I just want to finish on um, Psalm 72. So what we should be praying for in our lives is the for more influence so that we can help others not for more influence that we can i don't know buy bigger houses or drive nicer cars yeah. I just read the first few verses of it. So it goes, Endow the king with your justice, O God, the royal son with your righteousness. May he judge your people in righteousness, your afflicted ones with justice. May the mountains bring prosperity to the people, the hills the fruit of righteousness. May he defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. May he crush the oppressor May he endure as long as the sun, as long as the moon, and through all generations. May rain falling on a mown field, like showers watering the earth. In these days, may the righteous flourish and prosperity abound till the moon is no more. Just read um, verses one to seven. So that, that was it. Um, I hope that made sense. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll hand back to Brother Charles now for communion. So uh, it's, it's a Canadist today, worship and preaching. Very nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. What's Andrew going to do? <laughs> For us, maybe. Yeah. Amen. Uh, it's uh, interesting, uh, Michael. Uh, when our kids were small, about, well, how old were they? About seven, eight. Mm. And uh, there was five and eight. There were Samuel and Liz kids. There was Axa and Elias's kids. No, and, funny. and when we used to go, um, when we when we had um, Ashburnham conferences, uh, they did a play about Nebuchadnezzar. Oh. Uh, that was a and I, I played the statue of Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I was dressed as a king. <laughs> so they had to come. To, they were asked to come to worship in front of me. So uh, I. I, I 
Lynn always remembers that, always remember, reminds me, and we, we laugh about it, you know? Uh, <laughs> Can we watch so, the video one day? Can we watch the video? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they've got it, actually. <laughs> so there's a, there's a huge danger when people are successful. I've seen, I've seen so many people successful, and then the fall comes because they they think it's all from themselves, you know, and uh, it's everything. Anything yeah. we are successful at is from because of God. We praise God for everything that we do. Amen. And we want to be humble people. Yeah. I've I've seen such the cleverest people, so humble, realizing they know nothing, yeah. you know. Well, other people who just have learned a few yeah. things, they think they know it all. Anyway, so mm. thank you, Michael. Thank you for that. For that message. Thank you, Michael. Thank you very, very Thank much. You. Thank you.